What's going on, people? And welcome back to another episode of Rough Talk. It's your boy, Ice Murder. How y'all feeling out there today? We got a special one for y'all today. If y'all like football, basketball, food, and beers, then this is the episode for you. So don't touch that dial. I got a special guest today. Been a long-time friend and my oldest friend, to be exact, since we were 8 and 10 years old, running around in the softball fields. Everyone give a warm welcome to my boy, John Salas. Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Wow, what an intro. I, I really am glad to be here. I've never done anything like this. Um, nice, I'm John. Nice. Don't really have much of a social background. I mean, people know me. Know I like to have a good time. Oh, yeah. I like to have a drink or two. Um, like to eat. Love sports. Oh, so yeah. So I'm just... Glad that you had me on here so I could talk about things that I talk about nonstop. Most definitely, man, because I feel like if if you ain't talking sports, food, or beers, then I'm I probably feel like you're asleep. sick or asleep, one of the two. Because, I mean, man, seriously, I feel like out of all my friends, I got like a certain category that we talk about nonstop, and I can't recall a time that we ain't talking about football or basketball hell even baseball and even soccer shit you never know yeah, what i try the... i try to dip my toes in yeah. as much as things I yeah yeah for real for real but uh hell yeah so tell me tell the people man what you've been up to what are you what are you doing these days or what's going on man talk to me yeah man i mean find me on twitter i mean facebook always just you know just having a good time man. yeah like i said i, I don't have a whole bunch of a uh, background behind me i mean i don't do much like I said, like you said, if you like sports, you want somebody to talk sports, I'm just a good hang, you know what I mean? Heck yeah, man. Well, you know what? Speaking of sports, I think we'll get off the rip, and our first topic is the football season that's coming up, man. I mean, we got a lot of expectations and a lot of new faces out there on new teams, man, but I guess the, the first thing we'll get off the, the, the rip is I'm a Cowboys fan and you're a Niners fan, man, and... That's one of the most history, historic rivals there is, man. And what's what's if you could say one thing about this rivalry, what would you say? I would say we own it, man. I mean, we're the better of the two teams. Um, fair enough, fair just, enough. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, it's a great thing. You know what I mean? It's one of those things that makes sports just so interesting that just makes me enjoy it as, as well as many others. I mean, it's these rivalries are built into all kinds of sports and it just grabs uh, the fans attention. It grabs their, their loyalty. It, it does a lot for the sports and it, it just makes it that much more entertaining and enjoyable. I'm not a betting man, but it, I do a lot of things out of passion and it's just because. Mm. Man, I know some betting people, man. Shout out to our boy, Chris. That boy's a, a betting freak, man. It's always talking about, who, who am I running with today? Who's winning today? But it's fun, man. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I partake in it every now and again, but I just, I, I'm not too good at it. I'm good at watching the sports and uh, not good at predicting them. <laughs> it's, a, it's a risk, man. But um, as far as on my end as being a Cowboys fan, I think if you think back to like all the 80s and 90s deep playoff runs, I mean, there's no other two teams you could think of is besides Niners and Cowboys, you know? So Yeah, those teams ran that whole era. Oh, yeah, and then we both got our fair share of five, and 
well, Niners have been back a couple times more than we have, so but just ain't been able to get it done. But hey, you know what they say, man. Yeah. Third time's a charm because you've seen them twice in the bowl. So maybe maybe this third time, if they make it within these next couple of years, they'll, they'll crack it, man. Who knows? Yeah, man. You know what they say? It don't mean nothing unless you come home with the jewelry. But oh like, yeah, at the end of the day, there's only one team that truly goes home happy. So you just got to <laughs> enjoy the ride. So I've enjoyed the trips. I've enjoyed the heartbreak. And uh, oh, definitely, man. I know forward I, to one of those rings, another one. Oh, yeah, I, I already know that. The I mean, when it does happen, when we finally bring another one home, I know I'm gonna cry and I'm gonna ugly cry like <laughs> I'm gonna fall on my knees and roll around and I'm gonna kick my feet and all types of shit like that, man. Uh, as far as the season, man, who do you predict is gonna be the surprise team that was absolutely shitty last year, but that's gonna just come in and you know, like, surprise everybody. Who do you think that what team that's going to be? I mean, this one's kind of uh, easy. I feel like a little bit of a cop-out, but the the Broncos are going to be nice, man. The They got mm. Russell Wilson. I'm just glad he's out of the division. But, um, <laughs> no, they're going to win a lot of football games. I don't think they'll they're, – they're in a tough division, so they have a lot of teams to compete with. But I, I feel like they are going to be a, a – Strong competitor. Dude, their division is stacked, man. They got to deal with the Chargers. They got to deal with the Raiders, right? And then the Chiefs, the right? Chiefs. Damn. You know, I got a hot take. Um, the the uh, Chiefs or Patrick Mahomes won't win another Super Bowl. I don't think Patrick Mahomes will win another Super Bowl in his Wow, career. that – you hear that first right here, ladies and gentlemen. That – is a hot take right there, and that's hey, that's the one that's gonna get a lot of guys' underwears twisted up, man. So yeah, yeah, I like man. that. I like that little boldness tonight. I like that. Like, like I, like I said, I mean, um, like or like you said, the, that division right there in itself is is stacked. You name the teams; those teams are they're strong teams, and they have young quarterbacks. Not behind each, them. not uh, not each, not it's each team has a good quarterback. Not, not just that they have well receivers. Each yeah, team, a team has a solid running back. Each team has a damn defense to back it up. Like yeah, those man, teams are are good. Those I mean, four teams like should man. Imagine, yeah, they. That, I, I see the Chargers taking the Chiefs spot for the, what the Chiefs were these past two three years. I see the Chargers doing. I I don't know about a Super Bowl, but I do see the Chargers having that kind of run. I see. Um, Blanking on his name right now, Justin Herbert. Bro, a lot of he, people sleep on him. They still ain't no. giving him credit. He's good, bro. He's no. good. He, he's yeah. He's something else. But yeah, just the entire AFC in in itself, like yeah, it's, it's a different monster. And like I said, that that window for opportunity for a Super Bowl is is very slim. And with that being said, I mean, Chiefs trading off some of their weapons. You Tyree can say Hill. you can say what you want about Tyreek Hill. Um, that he wasn't a team player, that he wasn't what made the Chiefs the Chiefs. But without him, it's going to be a different offense, and Patrick Mahomes isn't going to be the Patrick Mahomes that's out here that's making his, these that's kind of plays. Se- that was his security blanket, yeah. bro. He he literally said in one interview, because they made, uh, somebody on Facebook made a meme about him, and he was chunking the ball, and they said on the meme, it said, fuck it, Tyreek down there somewhere. And he... Said in the interview that one time he heaved the ball and he's he 
literally thought he's like, "Fuck it, Tyreek's down there, he'll catch it." Yeah, and he dead ass caught it. So like, that's his that was his way out of any sticky situation. And who who do you see doing that for him? I mean, I give props. Travis Kelsey's nice. Juju's on there. He's got his own rap. He's he's all right. But nobody's gonna get Patrick Mahomes out of those situations like Tyreek would. So I see Patrick Mahomes getting hit a lot this year because of how him trying to scramble around and it's just gonna eventually everybody's gonna catch on to him, man. And that's what it's been starting to happen is people are catching on to him and his style of play. And now they're like, okay, now we know what you do and what you who you are. We got you, bro. So it's gonna be tough, man. But I know I saw um, a poll about uh, what teams were going to come out, the AFC and NFC strong, and they the they predicted that out of those four teams, one of those teams is winning the Super Bowl, or if not winning it, playing in it. Out of those four teams, Denver, Oakland, uh, Kansas City, and uh, – and, uh, my mind just went blank. Uh, San Francisco. N- well, that's the oh, you're in, talking about AFC. The, yeah, that AFC, that that division, uh, Denver, KC, Oakland, and uh, Kansas City. All right, KC. Um, that Chargers, division, yeah, Chargers. yeah, the Chargers, yeah. So, yeah, so be on the lookout. Um, my next thing is uh, wait, uh, before we go any further, you said something on the last episode, and I uh, wanted to bring it up because I don't think you're being completely uh, truthful with. Your listeners, oh, because you said, um, you in regards to Madden, you said that you nobody could see you on Madden. I, I do, and you, if we're gonna talk old stuff, yeah, you've beaten me in the past, but I'm talking about I've, I've got now. multiple stories now, yeah, we, we that lead up to here recently, yeah, I understand that, but I'm talking about now, like I've reamped myself and I've been playing like non stop at the house. So I'm talking about as of now. So you've been in the lab. Yes, exactly. I've been working, bro. Like I've been working on my my hit sticks, my my spins, my stiff arms. So I'm talking as of now. Yeah, I'm back up on that hill. But in the past, all oh, y'all have my number. Yeah, you've fairly beaten me multiple times. Shout out to Julian, he's beating me. Shout out to Jalen, he's beating me. But I'm talking like as of now, it's I'm back on top, and we're gonna have to we yeah. have to run that back and. I have to let that let everybody know on my next episode who came out on top. Yeah, because that's gonna be uh, something you have to prove. Because I got you, I got you. There's been multiple instances. I got you pro- proving otherwise. Yeah, so. yeah, no, I got you. Like I said, that's the past, man. But we are we're it's a new time of day, and so you know stuff changes, and we we we're working up there. So I appreciate you bringing that up because I was kind of curious about that too. So yeah, yeah, that was a bold claim that you yeah, made. Yeah, and, and I know. It, hey, I just wanted to make sure you're not lying to your audience. No, so. no, I would never lie to my people, man. I'm always be real to my people. I'm gonna tell them what how how it is, man. Um, so back to what we were on. Uh, I know people and teams that are still losing sleep because Brady's in the league. Well, I'm not one of them. <laughs> Um, we uh, had the chance to have Tom Brady a couple years ago, and Tom we, Brady ain't finna go play for the Niners. That's bro. his childhood. Team. I understand. And, 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 I understand. And it, it was it was an actual it was an actual thing that could have happened a couple years ago. Um, uh, the year that we went to the Super Bowl, following he was uh, there's a lot that, of speculation. Yeah, that's but... a, and and we were one of the teams that he was interested in, and 
we had partial interest, but I mean, we also had a quarterback that just took us to the Super Bowl, so we didn't do it. Uh, looking back at it, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, and then also, I'm sure you're kicking yourself. That's the freaking goat. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm not losing sleep of Tom Brady being in the league. Um, another hot take: he's not going to win a Super Bowl before he he. Whoa, whoa, retires. whoa! He's got two more years. You think he's going? I, with the Bucks. I I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's, he's going to make a run. He's going to win not. one more before he's done. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. You're uh, guaranteeing another Super Bowl I, for bro, Tom Brady. Nobody, nobody in their mind thought. He was gonna take Tampa in one year and win it all like nothing. And that that is insane. That in itself is it, it proves to his legacy that he is a, the greatest quarterback of all time. Because I, I mean, feel like at this point he's the greatest football player. No, yeah, well, not, that, I wouldn't say the greatest football player. He's the greatest of all time. He's the greatest winner. Yeah, yeah, the most winningest I know for a fact. But I just feel like at this point he's just he's staying in the league. And, you know, doing all this to piss people off because he knows how many haters he has and he knows that he can just ruin people's day just by throwing on that helmet and sliding that jersey over them pads, man. I I, I used to be a hater, but then whenever he left New England and I was like, all right, man, here's your chance to prove to me that it's not just Bill Belichick and it's you and he made me eat my words man and i was like oh you know what yeah i was like brady went and did that so cool cool yeah that did a lot for me too yeah seriously man and i'm just like okay now this is pretty cool low-key so you know but um you know thing- I, I take that back um there is a in some odd chance one in a million chance uh tom brady goes to his childhood team the san francisco 49ers and he wins one more with us. Damn. That right there, <laughs> I can see that scenario happening. That's until that unless no that happens, he won't win another Super Bowl unless he comes to his hometown team. Ooh. I think he's saving it for us. I mean, he he did grow up a Joe Montana fan, bro. He, he grew up a San Francisco for he he's yeah. from the Bay Area. Yeah, his parents still live there as we speak, so Yeah, I he mean, wanted to go over there not too long ago like that's and how crazy. could you not? I mean, yeah, I mean, hey, that's a that's like that's like coming into the NFL. Like, regardless of how good or how bad they've been, like these kids that are coming into the league, they want to go to historic, yeah. historic friend. Like the kids, they grow up. They're like, I want to play for the Cowboys, the the Niners, the Steelers, you yeah, know, there's, the there's Broncos. Those... Like those are those are goaded teams that are just got like history, man. That. People, kids grow up wanting to play for those teams. Like, you don't ever hear that kid grow up. I want to play for the Jets. Or the Packers. Or the Giants. You know, so. And, and it also has stuff to do with um, the, the no area st- that they're no, in. Yeah, it's no well, I wouldn't say necessarily Pittsburgh, but I'm talking about, like, landscape-wise. I mean, San Francisco is a beautiful area. The Bay. Uh, if people want to go to uh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles, is everybody loves L.A. I mean. Places like that, and every uh, every league has that. Every sport has that. I mean, there's in baseball, there's your franchises that you want the the goaded ones. I mean, there's your Boston uh, Red Sox. You have your Yankees. Uh, same thing with basketball. There's the Lakers. They, they, there's these franchises that are just not only free agent markets, but I mean, they're just yeah, they're huge markets that 
people are naturally drawn to. And that just, there's a lot that goes into play with that. But yeah, I mean, San Francisco being one of them, Dallas being one of them, like, it's, yeah, it's cool. It's really. I like how you you uh, ventured off into other sports, which is actually going to bring us to our next topic, which is the NBA. And um, we got we got some hot takes for y'all. We got some cold takes. You know, we'll do a little bit of everything because uh, I'd only plan to just talk on one subject with the NBA, but uh, we're feeling good tonight, so we're just gonna you know do the same thing like we did with the NFL, and uh, we'll start off. I'm. I'm always been a Mavs fan, ride or die, and my boy John's always been a Spurs fan, so, and when I say, like, Mavs and Spurs, I mean, like, I'm not talking, like, recently, I'm not talking about Luka Doncic, you know, shout out to him, because that boy is a freak of nature, I'm not talking about, like, you know, Kawhi Leonard and Patty Mills, I'm talking about old school, unadulterated, Steve Nash and Dirk Nowitzki, Dirk Nowitzki and Jason Kidd, or... I'm talking about Robinson and Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili and Paul. Man, like, come on now. Like, it doesn't get any more historic than two of those teams right there, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't alive or around much to see much of the Admiral play. But, yeah, those Spurs teams as I was younger, I mean, I had it. As a football fan, I mean, my dad was he, – he brought me up 49ers. But whenever it comes to basketball, my parents weren't too big on it. So I kind of just picked on my own. And, and I remember the Spurs being uh, – what made me a Spurs fan was the – I can't remember the year they played the Pistons in the finals. But that year, um, whenever uh, – who was it? Was it Rashad Wallace? That, who's the guy that wore the mask for the, the Pistons? Um, um I think it was Rashad Wallace. Uh, anyway, I, I remember that series and that right there. That was like the first basketball memory I had. So I, I liked the Spurs, them being from San Antonio. I had uh, uh, my Thea just recently moved to San Antonio. So I just hopped on the Spurs bandwagon as a young kid and watching Manu, Tony Parker, Tim Duncan. I mean, there's there's been teams. And that I was lucky. I mean, I was uh, fortunate enough to watch the Spurs play in the playoffs until I was 22 years old. Yeah, I mean that right there in itself is something. It's insane, and I always said I'm gonna be a Spurs fan till I die. But I will hop on another team's bandwagon the day Popovich stops coaching the Spurs. Mm. But I'm always mm. gonna hold the Spurs in my heart. But I don't think. Because as far as basketball goes, I want to have a rooting interest. Football, my heart's in the 49ers. Basketball, yeah. not so much. I just want to have a rooting interest. And if the Spurs aren't so, I will be quick to hop on. I feel you. Um, it's kind of like almost how people ask me how I feel, you know, watching the Mavs without Dirk. And it's hard, man, because dude was there since like 98, man, and to just one day not being there no more, I mean, it's it's hard, man. You know, uh, but I mean, like I said, uh, shout out to Luca because that that's that that's, energy, man. That is our our key holder, and that is our franchise player. So, you know, shout out to Mark Cuban for making that trade work. You know, because if not, we'd have 
Trey Young, which is not which is I'm not saying like you know Trae it's bad. Young, that boy no, Trey Young is bad, man. Luca's the perfect fit but, for that. Yeah, team. yeah, exactly. So you know, I pray and I hope Mark Cuban doesn't ever pull a Jay Jones stunt out of his his ass and just say, hey, you know what? Let's get rid of him. You know. So, but so far so good. But yeah, he doesn't strike me as that type of guy. No, but um, as as far as you know, winning you know finals. I mean, I only know the Mavs got one, but. Yeah, uh, the funny thing about that man is that that year we we ran it, man. Like I remember it clear as day. I remember every game, every situation we were in, you know, because um, that was the first year that uh, the Heat came out with LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, and everybody was already like, "There, that's it. They're they're winning it all. They're winning it all." And lo and behold, a six seed Dallas Maverick team came out and shocked the world bro like it was i hold that near and dear to my heart because they um, did something the spurs couldn't do man yeah that that right there like i said i, I hold that one uh sense it holds a lot of sentimental value to uh to my heart man because uh my dad was a a spurs fan and a mass fan and he liked rockets too he was a, my dad was just a big old texas a texas sports yeah fan, man. exactly but he 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 wouldn't admit it, but he knew deep down that he was more Mavs than anything. Uh, but uh, uh, after well, the Mavs had won the finals, and then a couple months later, my dad had passed away. Uh, shout out to my pops. Uh, that was like basically the last Dallas team to win a championship that he got to see. So that that holds a lot of. That was the last Dallas. Yeah. Team to win this championship. Yeah, so far, so that that holds a lot of sentimental value to my heart. So, you know, I always get real, you know, edgy around that subject. But like I said, man, I mean, I remember that series. We played round one, played the Trailblazers. Round two, we were already getting counted out because we were playing the two-time defending Los Angeles Lakers and Kobe Bryant. And I don't know how, but we swept them, bro, 4-0. And that was was very shocking. And then the third round, we were playing a young, talented Thunder team, Kevin Durant, yeah, KD, James Harden, Russell, Russell, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook, Kendrick all, Perkins. Dude. Like, man, that that, that was, that was a, a dog fight of a series, but we won that one. And then when we got to the finals, they're like, all right, there's no way these guys are going to keep going. And sure enough, man, we ran through them and we brought the ship home. So that was that was that was fun, man. That was so cool to watch. Yeah, that title run in itself, right there, is just something insanely done. Like you can, th- that's something probably won't ever be done again. Oh I mean, no, the there's no teams here as of late that's done anything like it. I mean, it's been a there's not been an underdog like that. Like, the thing that that gets there me, hasn't been a team to take out a super team like that. I the mean, thing you could that call gets it me, the honest bucks, maybe. Yeah, but even then, like it trips me out they because didn't have the kind of run like that. We had like the biggest no name team you could think of. Like, yeah, Dirk was there, but like you had an aging Jason Kidd who retired the year after and went into coaching, who is now our coach. You know, it's funny how the world works. Shout out um, to kid, man. Oh, yeah, man. He's always been a good dude on my side. And then you had an aging Jason Terry who, after that year, he bounced from a couple teams and never just really, you know, stuck it out. But now he's actually coaching his daughter's basketball team somewhere in Texas. Uh, I think it's high school. And then you just had, like, a bunch of no-names, bro. You had 
You had J.J. Berea. You had Karan Butler. You had Tyson Chandler, Sean Merriman. I could name the whole team, bro. Like, seriously. You had nobody. Nobody. So, a whole bunch of no names. Exactly, bro. The whole team. That's what it takes is a That's no a fan right there. Yeah, That's bro. That's a like, true fan right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We had Brian Cardinal. His nickname was the Ooh, janitor. Are these people. The yeah, janitor. exactly. Like, bro. <laughs> he was running with the janitor, bro. Seriously, bro. Like, knocked then, out the LeBron James. We had uh, three. We had Paige Stoyakovic. Like, that boy was deadly on the Paige three. Paige was nasty. Paige, Paige bro, was nasty. Paige was, he was hard. Good for, he was good for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, bro. And whenever he, he found Dallas, man, like, it, it revamped his career. And that boy just was a three-ball killer, man. It was crazy. Oh, man. But the thing I love about the NBA, man, is, like, you never know, you know, what's going to happen. And the worst part about being a fan is when you're sitting there listening to your team just getting thrashed, bro, and you, yeah, they're playing yeah. like let's for example they're playing the Warriors and you see Steph Curry advancing the ball, and then we're already let's just say we're losing by ten, and then you see Curry throw up the ball and it goes in and all you hear is Mike Green, bang bang <laughs> like that is like that's the type of shit that makes you want to get up I turn got, your tv off and then go outside and just sit on your front porch man like they nothing worse than that bro. by that time i'm already this bedtime bro i'll just go ahead and shut off the TV. call it a night bro because like they, <laughs> that's it bro you ain't coming back from a a mike breen bang bro that's it you're done for it especially against steph curry and oh, the Warriors, man that team right there dude and the the thing about the Warriors, man, is I was like everybody else about two, three years ago, like tired of dead tired of the Warriors because every year is it's the Warriors. Every the year Warriors. for like, bro but, for like four years straight, it was the Warriors and Cavs in the but, finals. But I think they did it right because coming back, I mean, everybody was happy to see them again. You know what I mean? And it wasn't but fucking four years ago. Sorry, can I curse on here? Yeah, you good. You it good. wasn't but four years ago that everybody was tired of the Warriors. Like, oh, these guys, it's going to be the Warriors. And me being a freaking San Francisco 49ers fan, I was never too big on the Warriors. Like I said, basketball holds some, it's just a whole different feeling with me. It's not as emotionally rooted as football, but it it was nice to see the Warriors back and to do it again. Like Steph Curry is, for whatever reason, he doesn't get the same respect as other people that are playing right now get, and that in itself is crazy to me because he has done things that nobody's gonna ever do. Nope. That he's a generational player. He's literally changed the game of basketball. And could, that's been said time, time again. You said there's cold takes. Can, that is a cold take. He could retire right now. But it's now, true. And nobody will ever, and I mean ever, come close to him as many for as many three-pointers made. Nobody. Like, he could retire now, and nobody. Like, like, you hear about records and all sports getting broken every other day now. And, like, I think I saw a thing the other day where uh, Brady needs, like, like twenty seven more, yeah. twenty seven hundred yards, and he'll have broken another record. I think I don't know if it was most passing yards all time, but like I'm saying, like you see that you see records broken every day, but that is one record where Steph put the coffin on that one. He said, and he's still adding to it. Exactly, it's like Jerry Rice's freaking uh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Touchdown? Uh, yeah, touchdown reception? record. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like nobody's touching that. Nobody's. And he's gonna... just gonna pad it up. Make yeah. sure of it. Like 
There's and been he's got there's how many been more a, years do you think Steph Curry's got? At least eight. I was about to say six to eight. Yeah. At least yeah. eight more years, this guy. And then the the funny thing about it is, and the thing about it is, w- with Vince Carter, he had to change his game to add three points to his game. Steph Curry's game's not physical, so he's gonna be this good for as long as he plays the game. And then on top of that, like not not and not that I'm like downgrading him or taking anything from him, but. When do you ever see Steph drive in the paint, get physical, bump body? That's His body's fresh, bro. Yeah. He's so, going to be good for exactly. at least eight years. Yeah. And then, if not 10. Sometimes, man, when you he's going to play longer than Vince Carter played. When you see him out there playing, bro, like, he's just doing that shit so effortlessly. Like, it's not even funny. Like, He's out there playing like if it was just scrimmage, bro. Like, but, but he has had his uh, injury history. I mean, yeah. He's had a few injuries. Yeah. Um, I know for one that uh, as long uh, I don't know how long he'll stay on the team, but as long as Clay Thompson's with the Warriors, Steph's gonna make sure that no. he's, you know. But I, I foresee Clay Thompson leaving within the next two to three years, if not sooner. That and I've right been there. saying it since uh, y- years ago. Clay Thompson needs to get out of Steph Curry's shadow and show us what kind of a player he really is. But even at that. Clay Thompson has already solidified his stuff because that dude came back after what was it uh, a torn Achilles, dude, and then a messed up a torn hamstring, I believe, right? Bro, Clay Thompson. God, is, yeah. Clay Thompson is that Warriors team, and yeah, you're right. He does need to leave just because, like I said, he is that Warriors team, it, and he will be in Steph Curry's shadow just because what Steph Curry is doing is just. It's never been seen before. Yeah. But Clay Thompson, yeah, like you said, he came back from an Achilles and a ham or whatever it was. I think but, it was a hamstring. But those two years that he was gone, the Warriors didn't make the playoffs. The year that Garbage. he comes back, they win it all. They win the the finals. <laughs> that like, where they it? talk about KD's legacy. They talk about KD. And people want to talk about like Steph not being able to do anything without KD, and they said that KD was the the bag holder, but in reality, if you think about it, Steph couldn't win it without Clay. I yeah. mean, they're the Splash Brothers for a reason. Like, come on now. Yeah, and that that goes back to what I'm saying. Like, Clay Thompson was gone for those years, and they didn't they didn't touch they didn't sniff the playoffs. And, yeah, nah. and, and he he came back and they won it. And but and the whole team was different. The whole team knew it too. Yeah, Draymond said it. Draymond said, or Clay said, uh, I mean, not Clay, I'm sorry, Steph said last year, he said, <clears throat> I mean, he said that well, right there, Clay, uh, Steph called his shot last year. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, uh, even, no, but you're right. Uh, they, uh, I forgot whose podcast he was on, but they asked Draymond straight up, like, if you could have KD or Clay right now at this moment, and this was like in the midst of like one of their shittiest years, and uh, uh, Draymond straight up said, Clay. He's like, I'll take Clay over anybody any day, you know. So that just goes to show you. But um, they had a lot of key factors on that team, though, man. Like a- Andrew Wiggins came out of nowhere, had him like yeah. maybe one or two good games, but he still stepped up, you know, throughout the playoff series. And yeah. then um, this they, last Warriors title, they they needed everybody to do yeah. something because because those had, games that Steph didn't do nothing those games that Clay didn't do Jordan nothing. Poole stepped up oh had, dude JP was playing Looney was mine. all right you know and it, it just they had like it was yeah it was and then um it, it hurt me man because 
the Mavs were playing good ball. You know, we had finished off the uh, the Jazz. You know, we ripped off the the Suns, and nobody expected that though. The way we did them dirty. Dude, the Mavs have a run, a run so, coming up, dude. And you know what? I hope Mark Cuban is sitting there thinking like, "Yo, I understand we got thrashed by the Warriors, but we were in the Western Conference Finals." We would have been in the finals if we would have. I hope he saw how close he got again, and was like, "Yo, this off season, I'm bringing somebody to Dallas to counterpart and compliment Luca." Yeah, because we he can't do it on his own, bro. Like we got a good supporting cast. You know, we got Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, damn, we lost Jalen Brunson. That hurt. Has he not added a piece? I thought I I thought I saw he did, but I I don't know, man. Hey. The way I see it, bro, is Luca's a, a five-star caliber player, and Mark Cuban's only bringing in three-star people, and he needs to at least bring a four-star or something, man. Like there for a minute, they danced around the uh, uh, the the option of bringing in uh, uh, what is in his name, uh, Gordon Drogic from Miami, yeah, and they they let that slip out the thing and. There's even been speculations that we're going to try and swing in Donovan Mitchell, but mm-hmm. I know that's not going to happen. Um, you know who would be a good fit over there? Rudy. Uh, Rudy Gobert? Rudy Gobert. Uh, who would I almost he, said Rudy Gay. Uh, Spurs. No, but uh, Rudy Gobert, Gobert. Just, he just went somewhere else now. He left uh, He left uh, uh, Denver. No, not Denver. My bad. The he, Jazz. Yeah, he just left the Jazz, Utah. and he went to uh, – He would have been a good fit He there. went to the Timberwolves. That's so. That's where he went. Yeah. So no, like I said, just I really hope. I mean, Mark Cuban, if you're listening, which I know you probably ain't. No, he's a listener. (laughs) If you're listening, man, please, you know, you know, don't let us Dallas fans die out, especially your true ones, man. Hey, Mark Cuban, Dallas ain't got nothing else going for them, man. The Cowboys ain't doing nothing. Hey, hey, we're talking about basketball, right, fool? So you think the NBA is soft? Hey. That's a that's a good another question, man. Because yes, I do, and you want my opinion? Because bro, they could barely shoulder bump, and they're already calling a flagrant too and kicking these dudes out. Like, yeah, back there, in the day, bro, that. they used to be. They used to. I'm not saying that back in the day they would let them go and box a whole round, but they would at least let them scuffle a little bit, or even you know stumble into each other, and then just say, "Hey guys, keep your cool." But now any little bump, move, twist, these guys are getting thrown out, ejected, fined, flagrant, technicals. Like, what happened, bro, to the league, man? What happened? It's a different game, man. These man. guys, you think these guys would be the same stup- superstars that they are? No, you think I, they would have the same, um, the yeah, the same level of play that we have. I understand, and yeah, you got a good point because if they were getting beat up every night. Then they wouldn't be lasting that long. But I'm just saying, like, it's a scoring league, is what it is, is what they moved it to. Because, I mean, you look at those games that you're talking about, and you look at some of those final games that were like going on back then, and you look at the final score in a in a game six um, NBA finals game, and it's, like, it's bro, 86 to 87 or 87. Like, it, 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 we're in the low 80s, and like. That that's not what drives people in, in, anymore. Nah. People like to see high scoring. That's why 
the NFL has changed. That's why baseball is not that entertaining. That's why the, the highest viewed point of baseball was the steroid area because that's whenever people were cranking out points. Shout out to and Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire. Shout out to uh, Barry Bonds. Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, to my giant, man. Like A lot of them, Hey, bro. they're not going to give my boy the records, but you know what? He's the greatest baseball player. Steroids or not, he's the greatest baseball player to ever do it except for Shohei Otani. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is something else. Um, but that's a whole. That's something. Else. Yeah, but uh, no, yeah, you got a point. But like, like I grew up watching basketball with my dad, uh, because my dad was a big. I like uh, that basketball more. I wish I would have seen more of it. My dad was one of those that, uh, like I said, he. My dad was just a sports lover. He loved all teams. He had somebody on every team that he. I wish I'd have met your dad as I am now. Yeah, y'all would have, y'all, yeah. I wished I could have seen y'all just sit down and talk, man. But my dad had like he had favorite players on the Pacers, so he, you know, he liked to keep t- tabs on the Pacers. Uh, is you know that's what I like about basketball. Yeah, like basketball more than anything. I like players. I like to and, see. Uh, and same with baseball. He liked to you know keep tune in on the Knicks because growing up, uh, my brother uh, was a. Uh, a Knicks fan, even though you know Jordan couldn't let him have anything, because uh, my poor, poor New York <laughs> Knicks fans back in when Jordan brother, was playing, man. My brother was a big Patrick Ewing fan. Those I, are the only people in the world that don't like Jordan. Yeah, people from New York. Yeah, that grew seriously, up in. bro, bro. Speaking of that, man, um, my boss, uh, shout out to my boy Brandon. He uh, found a story the other day that was true. So check this out. So. Uh, back when Pat Riley was coaching the Knicks, uh, um, he took his family on a five-star studded uh, vacation getaway to, I think, somewhere in Mexico, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, he always would go to that same spot, and he would rent the presidential suite. So he got there. They landed. Their family you know, was out there by the pool, and the guy, concierge, comes up to Pat Riley and tells him, I'm sorry, sir, but we need to move you to another suite as somebody just came into town and they requested the presidential suite. And due to being that they're so high key, we need y'all to switch. Over so, Pat Riley? Over Pat Riley, okay? So Pat Riley was like, This was when? Like in the the 80s, maybe going on the 90s, kind of. So um, Pat, was Riley, Pat Riley, uh, uh, he was barely getting into coaching at that time. Right? Yeah, yeah. So um, he was like, all right, cool, you know, whatever, I'll, I guess I can. So a couple days later, uh, Pat Riley, was it was blowing his mind, like, who the fuck did they kick me and my family out for? Like, it better be Jesus Almighty himself. So he said that one day he was at the pool staring at the balcony to where the presidential suite was, and he said that some guy came out smoking a cigar with a top hat and you couldn't really see who he was, but he said that he stood up, and that guy lifted his top hat, and it was Jordan, and he winked yeah, at him and Michael waved him. Jordan. Michael Jordan went in there. That's how true he was to psychedelically fucking with his opponents, bro. So imagine that's why New York Nick people hate Michael Jordan, especially Pat Riley, because like I said at the time, Pat Riley was – with the Knicks, and he did that to him, bro. Like, imagine how pissed would you be, bro, with your family on the balcony, and you just stand there, some guy comes out and with a top hat and a cigar, ass. and he takes off his hat, and he winks at you and waves at you, and you're just like, 
It's just the guy that's just been busting your ass for the past. Bro, like, no shit, man. Like, Brandon had me rolling. I was like, that's insane. Fucking no, Michael, uh, bro. Like, this dude was. And, and what's crazy is <laughs> New York is probably also very high market for Jordan sneakers. And they, yeah, <laughs> probably during that time <laughs> as well. They probably everybody in New York because that thing, their thing is sneakers. I mean, they don't have a lot of cars, so they walk everywhere. Yeah, they have, have good sneaks. And yeah, they'll guarantee they're caught, on hey, top of the market of Jordans, but they hated besides, that guy more than anybody besides, in the country. Besides uh, sneakers, I've caught on to their culture. I mean, not recently. New York, but I, I love the New they're York. Into, I, they're, I, I feel like I'm in the wrong region. They're I, into fitted hats, big time, bro. Yeah, they, lot, they love them. I feel like if I went over there, I'd be loved as fuck, bro, with my little bit of hats compared to a lot of people who do have more than me. But no, I feel the same way about my my vintage, dude. I'm in the wrong way. I mean, I'm in the wrong area for for the vintage hats. And speaking of that, I forgot in my introduction. I forgot all about myself. You can follow my uh, Instagram at four three two vintage. I do. Uh, consider myself a vintage collector. I've got some hats. I've got some shirts. Some dime, um, dime pieces, man. I got some really nice hats. Go uh, look it up. Go look it up. Yeah, no, we're always got not time a lot there. on my Instagram, but yeah, just hit hit the DMs if you're looking for anything. I got a lot of hats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, um, but yeah, like yeah, it blew my mind whenever we were listening to that story, and um, I'm just like, man, damn, Michael. Well, going back to my dad, like I said, uh, I asked my dad one time when I was little. I was like, Dad. Do you like Michael Jordan? And he said no. I was like, "What? Wait, what?" I was like, "Dad, everybody likes Michael Jordan." And he said, "Son, he's like when he constantly puts out the Pacers, the Pistons, and the Knicks. A he's lot like, of guys you get didn't tired. get their fucking their <laughs> yeah. their the shine that they needed to. Yeah, I mean, Reggie Miller. Yeah, bounced." Reggie Miller would have been an all-time great. I mean, still is, but yeah, his legacy would have been different. It would have been cemented. Say Patrick like, Ewing, Charles Barkley. A lot yeah. of guys didn't get to have their shine just because Jordan was just that good. <laughs> and that's what makes Jordan a different player than other guys. Because there's other guys in LeBron's era that people will compare him to or will say that had their run. I mean, Steph Curry being one of them. But with Jordan, Jordan ran that league. Uh, Elijah Wan had one whenever Jordan retired. Yeah, it took Jordan leaving the league to get somebody else in that. Well, league. Elijah one got two. Him and uh, uh, who was it? Uh, uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny Rogers. They got two. Yeah. So yeah, no, yeah. That just goes to show you. But like back to what I was saying about physicalness, like bro, like every year the Pistons and Bulls met up. That got physical. That was ugly. Like, that was like it that. was. Old school. That's what I'm Steelers talking about. Ravens. That's what I want to see, bro. And I know it's not going to be like that no more, but there used to be bloodshed on that hardwood floor, bro. Like, I love it. Like, yeah, like I used to see, bro. Like, you could see Isaiah Thomas advancing the ball, bro, and then going to paint. And who's going to slap the living shit out of him? But it's Rodman or Pippen, bro. Like, like hitting that full hard. But I give it to him, bro. He always got back up. Always got back up. But so that's the type of shit that like it thrived off of me, bro. Like I, I guess it's safe to say that I like confrontation in the in the sports. You like some conflict, huh? Yeah, so, I do. So you're ready for another malice at the palace? Yes, there <laughs> we go. That's exactly 
what I'm talking about, man. I like how you brought that in. Because, boy, that was some shit, man. Like, oh, man, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, man. No, no, that's good, man. We still get things like that, man. Yeah. There's, there's still those little tidbits, but the way things is now, I mean, yeah. there's just information flowing in from every every side. So you, Bro, if the, if things aren't as... as <laughs> highlighted as they used to be but i mean we still get some we still get some great instances like that if there was another you just have to you have to indulge in all of the things like you just yeah you 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 get them but they're just not as polarized as they used to be one one player though i wish man that you know and you and when i when i'm speaking on this player it's sad that people give him his flowers now and respect him now when they should have did that in the league but all they ever did was write him off as a thug and a wannabe gangster and a troublemaker. This is a basketball player? Yes. And I'm going to have to go with my boy uh, AI, bro. Like, Oh, yeah. Allen Iverson. Like, well, him him too. He he changed the game. I mean, it wasn't until him that people started like having tattoos because before and him. Braids but, and yeah, but, baggy clothes. Yeah, you before know? him, it was Jordan and everybody else. Even uh, Rodman for a little bit. Yeah, he did after a while. But I mean, yeah, but it wasn't Rod- until AI. Rodman was like a flamboyant like dresser. He, Rodman was kind of gay. He was off, he was off <laughs> but, the he was off the wall. Not like, in a it bad didn't, way. It didn't matter what he wore, but like no, but yeah, like you you would see Jordan or you would see uh 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 Bird always in a three piece suit. Yeah, you it know? wasn't until AI. He yeah. he's the one that really implemented the hip hop culture into basketball. Yeah, because nobody and, else. And was... they, that's why he wasn't. Oh, uh, a big favorite! Like, and now people are like, "Man, like, I have some uh, AI sneakers." Yeah, bro. I got the like, questions. yeah, seriously, I got a cousin out in Albuquerque uh, that um, I know for a fact. It's got a lot of vintage uh, shoes. Like, he's even got one of Chris Paul's very first shoe whenever he was with the Hornets. Like, you know. So yeah, like now people all of a sudden they want to appreciate AI and like. I see, like and some they of did those... at the time. I mean, he had his things too. Yeah, but like now, like like now, like um, I'll go to the mall and um, I'll see some of these millennial kids who are like 15, 16, 17, and um, they're over here wearing graphic T-shirts of something that wasn't even they weren't even alive, and you know, like and they're wearing graphic T-shirts that say Alan, they have Alan Iverson, and I think to myself, I'm like. Man, y'all don't even know who that is. You ain't even know the question. You You don't don't know the answer. Yeah, and and it just shows you, like, now they're just writing him off as a public figure. He he is, though. It's good, though. I mean, you get to see these guys that didn't get their shine when they should have get it now. And he's made a lot of money with Reebok. Yeah. Like, and that that right there is good. Yeah. But it's just like, man, and then another one that I've always, always, always been a fan of and – uh, people kind of like are always like, yeah, yeah, he was cool, but Vince Carter, bro, like, oh, dude, that's yeah, that's my man, that's my bro. favorite, that's my favorite yeah. basketball player of all time. Vince Carter is my favorite. People basketball are always player. like, well, look how many hunt different twenty teams he played on. I was like, I don't care. He look at how long he played. He played in three different decades, bro. Dude, like nobody's guy did that. Was, and nobody's and, done that. There, nobody's gonna do that. And his dunk contest right there, just the rafters, dude, bro. He, when he did that. 
And he and he he went like that, and he just brushed him off. He said, "It's over. It's, it's over." over. It, and he knew it. Too. He called this shot right there, he dude. Said, that was the second dunk he did. He said, it, "It's over." Like, and then after that, he stuck his elbow in the rim. Yeah, like, like okay, <laughs> that right there, you didn't need to do like, like, yeah. But you still stuck. You already, it, you knew it was over. Everybody in the arena knew it was over, and you still went. After four other guys just dunked, you stuck your elbow in the rim, dog. Yeah. Like, Vince Carter was, he's, yeah, he's my favorite basketball oh, yeah. player. And his stats, he's he may not be the greatest basketball player, but just his dedication and just what he did is, yeah. that alone is just, that cemented him, at least for me. Who's your favorite basketball player? Mm. Of all time. I'm bro, believe it or not, I mean, and I, I'm, I'm honest to God, I'm not just you know saying it to agree with you, but Vince Carter, bro, like, yeah, he you can ask any of my nephews, and like, I've always, always preached about Vince Carter, and like I said, sometimes they'll look at me funny, but it's because they're used to Giannis and uh, Steph Curry, and you well, know, I mean, everybody's gonna say Michael Jordan, that's the greatest, yeah, but, but no, like Vince Carter, bro, like, uh, I. I'm a, it, I'll pick him up in a lineup in a, in a lot of days. Yeah, for me, it's Vince Carter and Kevin Garnett. Oh, KG. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Uh, just because the, the guy KG is, dude. KG is just, I enjoy him. He's yeah. funny. That's he's, a that's JoJo's favorite player. Shout out to Joseph. Uh, I'd never met somebody who would, who would said that, that Kevin Garnett was their favorite basketball player. So I met Joseph. I was like, KD? And he's like, and I was like, tell me why. I mean, yeah, KG, he's like, Cause he's Joseph said, cause he's grimy. Yes, he, I was like, that is true. And he come from the and one. Yeah, mixtape. like this dude was on and one mixtapes, bro. Like <laughs> this guy is street grimy. He is damn right, bro. I grimy, bro. So I saw this clip. You bro. speak. You listen to any interview that this guy does. Like <laughs> he's just genuine. Like and, uh, and he is that exactly. I saw that. a clip, bro, and he was uh on the bench because he was hurt that game. And I forgot who the Timberwolves are playing. And this dude comes up the court advancing the ball. And he goes to, like, to shoot the ball. And hadn't even released the ball. And you, you hear uh, KG. He's like, hell, hell no. Trash ass boy. Yeah. And then he shoots the ball. And that dude misses it. I was like, <laughs> really, bro? Really? Yeah, I seen that clip. Yeah. <laughs> KG is he's great, man. That's what's that up, guy. man. And then it was cool to see him, you know, link up with uh, – uh, uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> he, cool. He's done a lot though. Like he's yeah. done that before. He's that. I don't think that was his first instance like that, or it may have been. But I feel like I've seen him in in things like that before. That's it. May up. just be because I consume a lot of content. I might have seen an interview, but yeah, but but you know what, man? That uh, that goes good with sports, man. Of course, man. food and beverages. So we're gonna talk about food for now. Um, what are some of your favorite sports foods, man? Uh, dude, um... Well, give me your top three. I guess top three, uh, wings one of one. Oh, yeah. Always gonna go for wings, pizza. Oh, yeah. Pizza and beer, sports, always could go for that. Um, I guess as far as that goes, I, I love those tacos, I'll always keep them in the mix. I mean, speaking of my Latino roots, but oh um, yeah, no, I tacos. I agree with all that. I think everybody can agree. Like I agree with all that. Tacos, beer, and sports. Wings, beer, and sports. Pizza, beer, and sports. If you that's the if you had to choose one, tacos or wings, what would it be? 
that's and I saw that you wrote that down, and honestly, that kind of tore me that you yeah, were thinking like that. So tell me what you want: tacos or wings? You can only pick one, and you got to run with it for life. I don't want to put this on air because I feel like once I do, this is going to be documented for further knowledge, and somebody's going to hold me to it. So I'm just going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to riff, man, because they both have their own perks to it. Two like, different, yeah. Yeah, it's two different ends of the spectrum. I, 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 I won't, if you have tacos, I won't say, oh, I wish you had wings instead. Oh, no, no, and no. And if you had wings, I won't say, I wish oh, man, I wish, I wish there was tacos. No, because they're both, I'm going to eat every single bit that you put in front of me. And that that's all there is to it. Like I, I can't take one of the other. You know, I'm gonna take them both. That was well said because I was gonna I was gonna go out on a limb and say I'm gonna pick pick wings, but that's just me, bro. I mean, but I won't pick either. The, I like the way you did that because now I feel a little bit better and I can I, say the same thing. I had two. Um, this might sound weird. I, I had too much of an intimate relationship with tacos at one point there was a time that i ate that five times a week okay so okay so say it's been a long day at work you get home and there's tacos on the table and a good day honestly how many do you think you could put down the most tacos i've put in down in one sitting yeah is i'd say hovering around 12 I think 12. Damn. That was back in Houston. And they weren't huge tacos, but people that know, know, like, these street tacos, they're not huge tortillas, but they're loaded. But, yeah, there there was times where I would put back. I think the most. A a, a very big amount. I think the most I've put down in one sitting is probably eight, maybe. And that's that's calling it close, man. That that was me pushing it. That like that was me after I already ate a few, and everybody was like, "Yo, how many did you eat?" And I told them, and they're like, "Yo, what?" And I was kind of already hyped up, so I'm yeah. like, "All right, well, I'm just gonna keep it going, just keep the keep the flow going." What about uh, what about wings? What's the most you've ever put down in one sitting? Wings are tough, man, because I always order a twelve piece of wings, and instead of like the eight or the ten, yeah, and I always eat around eight nine wings yeah but, but the I, funny thing is if i order you order, eight piece you're like fuck i should have ordered more yeah, i will clean all eight of them off clean my french fries off of my plate and yeah. be upset that i don't have more food yeah and and i can't do that with the 12 piece but yeah that's that's the thing with wings for me i i can eat them i can't eat them a whole lot i can yeah i know nah, i'm saying that but those things, those two things, just now nah, when I go stand alone. When I go great. get my wings, I I usually, well, it depends like where you go. Cause like if you go to Wingstop, the the biggest piece they have is like a ten piece. But like if I go to Chaotic, which I always do, shout out to Chaotic, that place is lit. We need them to sponsor this place for real. Um, shout out anybody from Chaotic, uh, waiters, busboys, manage bartenders, mid, bartenders, that, yeah. Um, I always get the twelve piece and I'll shine every Sponsor bit of it. This place. So, but yeah, no. And then, um, so when it comes to one more question about the wings, are you a spice man? Can you or can you not? 
you know, amp up the spice. And if you do, like, you know, are you telling yourself, was it worth it? Oh, man, I, I, I love spice. Like, everything that I eat, I got to have some chile with it. Uh, when it comes to wings, yeah, I'll get spicy, but I also know when to not overdo it. Like, And I can if it's like a novelty thing or if I'm in a crowd and that's what's ordered. I mean, it's not like something like I can't tolerate. Uh, what did you ask? Um, if you if you get hot, like, are you just yeah, like... Do I do a spicy? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to go something spicy. Like I said, I, I, I have to have something spice. Um, but as far as like something... I'm not going for the hottest wings that are on the menu. Usually you know that's what I, mean? what I do. I, I, I'm maybe like four or five behind it just because yeah. I, I'm going for hot. Or above hot, like a um, bit. The hottest flavor they have at chaotic is the psychotic. I I won't do that. Oh yeah, I've done it. See, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. See, like if somebody does it and they ask me to try one, I will, and I'll probably suffer for a little bit. I well, see, they. I, they, I guess I'm not a huge spice guy. They ordered it and they they heard about me, you know, my rap and how I can throw down some fire remember, shit. Remember that one time we went to Buffalo Wild Wings and yeah. we ate we ate, we ordered the four of the hottest. We, yeah. we ordered a like twenty five piece of wings, and we just got the four hottest flavors. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was I did that, and yeah, that was tough for me. But um, we ate all of those wings. Yeah, no, but yeah, I got the psychotic, and um, he was like, "I got these because I know you, I heard you like to eat hot stuff," and I was like, "Yeah, I'll eat them." And um, so he's like, "I bet you can't eat one." I was like, "I eat two. So I bet you I eat the whole twelve piece. So um. I would have ate more, honestly, and it's not that I I chickened out, but I just shined a twelve piece, oh. and you know, so and plus an order of cheese fries, and I had already had like three, four beers in my system, so I really I was full, bro. Like seriously, you know. So you know, laugh if you want, but I mean, no, I no, no, I no, no. like that just goes to show, like. He was just doing these just so I could try the spice. Like yeah. I ain't that hungry, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so and then uh and this dude ordered a whole twenty piece of those wings. So why would you do that? I'm like, why would you do that? He's like, Well, you could take the leftovers home, which I did, and I ate the next day. So they probably weren't as hot the next day, if not hotter. No, nah, I don't think they were as hot. They probably cooled yeah. down in the fridge. But um no, yeah, I shined like two or three of them and I kind of sat there for a little bit, and then it finally dropped into, like, my lower intestines, and I could just feel, like, marinating. Yeah, so, and then my stomach was, like, and I was, like, yeah, yeah, it's an acid reflex. I'll take some pills when I get home. But he was, like, man, he's, like, he's, like, you're one tough son of a gun. And he's, like, just for that, I'll buy you another beer. And I was, like, we'll do it. We'll do it. I'm going to need it. Yeah, for sure. Um, But uh, speaking of beers. I know that you're the only one I know that has gone tried to the most. This Conda Beer College, so I wouldn't say that much, bro. You, who else do I hit up when I'm saying, "Hey, is this beer good? Have you tried it? What is this? Or is it a lager? Is it a porter? Is it a craft? Or is it an IPA?" And you can always answer me on the cut of a dime. So that um, I know I can always count on you, but. If you had to pick one beer as your favorite beer, what would it be? Uh, are we going like style of beer or just just 
you're Deep it's a long ass before. day from work you got home and you could make any beer you want magically appear in front of you what is it going to be i'll probably go for a, a nice cold coors light and man you a lot of people are going to say what they want to say but a coors light you get you a nice cold coors light get that mountain on that thing just as blue as it can get <laughs> And you just crack it open. It's gonna make the coldest sound that you can make, and you just hear it from there. It's just, and you put it to your lips, and it goes down, and it chills your whole body out. And it's just one of those things, man. There's nothing like. It. So the man likes his Coors Light, but uh, I, I, for me, I mean, I can't get too crazy because I'm haven't always been like the actual like beer drinker or whatever, but um. I like me some Dos Equis. Um, I like uh, Lone Star. Uh, I love Lone Star. Uh, we found out about the Crawford Brock. Oh, that's at the Rock Hounds game, bro. Yeah. So it was that's me, a good beer right there. me and my boss uh, Brandon and my boy Joey. Shout out, shout out to Joey Hernandez. Um, we were at the Rock Hounds game for his birthday, and uh, we were drinking uh, Dos Equis. On draft and then we went back for like the second round and uh they were already out and we were like oh well shit so then uh uh we were like well what do we get so they were pouring that crawford brock and i was like let's get that so we ordered us two and two and two so uh whenever they were pouring it it came out dark as shit and i was like bro i was like that beer is gonna get us twisted up if it's that dark so we took a sip and sure. it was it was good. That's called prejudice, right there. Bro. I'm just saying, bro. I'm never. I didn't know, bro. I didn't know, man. It was just off the tone. Whatever. Anyways, saying. anyways, to get back to what I was saying, it was good. So now all of it, we all we all know what Crawford Brock's about. So shout out to that one, even though it's a. That's a good beer. That's yeah. the H Town beer. That's yeah. the Astro stuff, yeah. man. Yeah. And, um. But yeah, no, and then, uh, man, this one beer that came out recently that I, I really do just clung to was uh, uh, the Yingling, the lager. No, it didn't come out recently. That's America's oldest beer. Well, no, no, no. When I say, I, I mean, uh, I didn't mean to say came out recently. I mean the one that I found recently. Because, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, that is the oldest. like the oldest yeah, beer yeah, yeah. or something. So my fault, my fault. Uh, uh, but, yeah. My boss Brandon showed me that one, uh, and he was like, "Yeah, the Yingling thing." Man, they go hard. They're smooth. They go down like water, bro. Like, yeah. But I'm still don't don't let me hype y'all up and make it seem like I'm a I'm a I'm a beer drinker because I'm still cold. I'm still trying to trying to you know build my tolerance. But I can I can hang every now and then. I'll tell you what, man. Any beer that you drink as cold as it can get at the end of a long day. You will like that beer. Yeah. What whatever it is, that's what makes a good beer a good beer. Is you drink it, it's the coldest beer that you've ever had after the longest day you've ever had. That's what makes your favorite beer a favorite beer. Oh um, yeah, I've, I've had, I've had, about, I've had some IPAs. I've had some crafts. Yeah, um, that was my next question. What about IPAs, porters? Uh, what, what what do you feel about kind of beers, craft beers like that? Yeah, yeah, I'll throw them down. Um, I can't. I can't sit there and name a lot of them, maybe even well, any of them. There's a thousand. But uh, I know for a fact that all the porters or IPAs or crafts, 
I've tried them when I'm at your house. So you'll just be like, look, Ice, I got this one. Try this one. So I'll try it. But most, for the most part, I don't, I can't remember uh, a, an IPA or craft or a porter that you've given me that I didn't like or I didn't finish. Yeah. So for the most part, I'm real, I'm, I'm good on that. But one, uh, one IPA that I'm still on the hunt for, and every time I go to look, it's sold out as fucking Stone Cold IPA. Oh yeah, those. I know yeah, they're hard to come by, so especially around here, you there's ways you could get it. Probably special order, or yeah. Whatever. My but, boy Joey, I mean, who wants to go through all that? You no, he go ordered your store and get it. And my boy Joey ordered the IPAs and his lager. I'd like to try one of those too. Yeah, he said they were good, and I was like, "Yo, let me let me buy a couple." And he's like, "From where they're gone?" I was like, "Bro, you just had those. Like, you're killing me." Uh, he fucking. Opened a case of yeah, whoop ass man, and just downed them all. Yeah, so you case. know, uh, and then uh, that porter that I tried at your house that last time, oh it man, tasted I, like I coffee. Love me a porter, bro. It I love me a porter. It I was amazing. Yeah, Dude, you find a coffee porter or a chocolate porter or a, a coffee stout. Dude, I those, feel like those beers right there. You pour them and they are black as eleven fifty nine. <laughs> I promise you, man, you put them to your lips. Like, they are intimidating looking, but you drink it, man, and it is so great for any time of the day. Dude, I love me a porter on vacation. I, I That's one of the things that I like to do on vacation. I, I try to find one of the liquor stores that they have and try to find one of the cool porters that I can't find here. And I'll buy me one of those. And the minute I wake up in the morning, rather than coffee... I open me up a nice porter, eight percent usually alcohol. That's the and type of. I start my day off freaking strong, man. That's how you. I feel like the next time I go on a camping trip, I'm gonna take some porters. Porters are, dude. I like, <laughs> like they have that coffee taste, and they give you a kick too. Yeah. Like in the morning, it's like, oh yes, sir. And they also have a very high alcohol content. So at the same time, you're like, well, you already got your buzz going. Yeah. You're like, all right, let's get the day started. Yeah. Let's just keep drinking. Like, yeah. Put you in the mood for whatever the day has, as long as you can keep drinking. Oh, yeah, for sure. So those are the perfect vacation morning beers. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't, honestly, I, well, I, I used to be an old Michelob Ultra drinker back in the day, but, um, I think I just ran through it so much, man, that now I'm just disgusted by it. Like, I, I can't, bro. Like, I don't ask me, to, don't beg me, because I'm going to say no. Like, it's just, no, I don't. And I'm going to catch a lot of heat for it. And people are going to say, if you're a drinker, you'd still drink. No, yeah. fuck that, bro. Like, well, you, know, you said at the beginning of it that you're not a hardcore drinker, and yeah. that alone proves it, because I'll drink whatever's in my fridge. Yeah. I started off drinking Mega Low Ultras and. I went through the same phase where I didn't like to drink them at a certain point. But now, if it's in my fridge, um, going to drink it. Bro, you, you, you'll drink you'll drink Natty's, bro. Like, that's... Well, that was... You say that, like, that's a last resort option. No, that's no, usually, and it's not. That's usually my go-to. No, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying, like... what the, No, what there I'm, is to a lot of people. Well, I'm saying is I'm that, just different. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, like, a lot of people are, like... No, yeah, you're right. They people like, won't touch my natural. Yeah, life. so that's what, no, that's what I'm saying. Like people are like, like been set on it, and they're like, no. 
like they think of like people who drink natty is like like the bottom line. I'm no. a lower class. I am. No, You're right. Those people are right. But little do they know, like you're one of like the most realest people ever. So like that's their loss. But but, but I also drink beers that are ten dollars a six pack. <sighs> I only drink the natural lights because I do also drink the ten dollars a six pack. Yeah, like, yeah, I like to drink. I could, the people say that I drink the natural lights. That's a nasty beer, but I drink the natural lights because I am a beer drinker. Yeah, I drink beer, and and, and then the natural lights are the most efficient and yeah, the most efficient ways for me to drink the most amount of beer. And then I think what kind of ruined my upbringing and beer drinking was that i come from a family of crown drinkers i come from a family <laughs> of beer drinkers yeah so like my my brother my dad my grandpa you know all of them were straight crown royal drinkers and um so you come from royalty <laughs> no it's not even no like that's the, royalty well i mean <laughs> put it how you want it but well they wear the crown yeah so but like I would go to like junior high and high school parties and they would have to buy a bottle of crown and some sprites so Just I to could accompany you. Yes. And uh they didn't have to do that. And a lot of the times they would. So shout out to the old homies, you know, they did that for me. But this is gonna give y'all the money for all that crown that y'all give as soon as we get a sponsor on this. Video. No, sir. Shout out to Chaotic. No <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's what kind of slowed me down. So but yeah, but for the most part, I mean, I can drink some beers. Huh? You could definitely count me in for a good four to six beers. Oh, but, I love that. Yeah. But uh, I mean, but yeah, man, I feel like I feel like we've covered a lot, man. We've definitely had some fun, and oh, dude, it's definitely been a lot gonna of fun. have to bring you back on for another episode. But um, I'm looking forward to it, man. Like, one thing, I got a lot to say. Oh yeah, yeah. There's gonna. There's going to be a, a, a John Solace episode two for sure. But uh, one of the things that I like to ask my guests at the end of the show is um, what's one thing or like what's one small goal that you have or that you want to uh, accomplish before the the year ends? Um, I guess smallest uh, this is kind of like a more personal thing for me. Uh, I want to pay off my truck. But that's not as entertaining. That's not what the people want to hear. I I want to do more things like this, dude. This has been something that, like I said, this is my first time doing it, but it's been a long time coming. I've always wanted to do it. Like I have a lot to say. Um, whether people want to listen or not, I don't really care. My favorite thing is to talk. Yeah, no, um, and it's all about having fun, bro. Like That's what we're doing here on this Rough Talk It's just fun, man, having fun, kicking back. That's all we're doing. Yeah. So, yeah, my goal is to do something do something like this. I mean, whether it be my own thing or whether I come on here a couple more times, like, just to talk. Um, I feel like I have some things to say. Uh, people might like to hear it. Uh, yeah. It's funny. Uh, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's not. Um, I can talk, though. I can talk to people. I can talk to animals. I can talk to I think, the plants. I, think, I can talk to the trees. I feel like that's why, like me and you, have always been able to mesh so well because we're both talkers, and we never run out of shit to talk about. We always got something to talk about. And then, being that we're always on busy schedules, we might not always get to kick it like we used to. But 
I feel like whether if we go one day, two days, weeks, or even months without kicking it, I feel like every time we link back up, it's like we were just hanging out yesterday. So yeah, yeah, that's I feel one like thing. that that that's the most beautiful thing about most of the friendships that I have because they are like that. Like uh, I don't speak to these people every day, but whenever I do, we just pick back up like we've never left off, and that's oh, yeah. just the that's just the type of people that I'm drawn to that are drawn to me, and that's just that just goes with the energy that people bring and that I bring. So I, the people that I surround myself with are fantastic people just because I won't allow people that are otherwise. Yes, sir. But, but nice, nice, man. But we appreciate you coming on the show, man. And like I said, um, definitely going to have to do another episode, but this is going to be all it for this episode of rough talk guys. I appreciate y'all running up and listening to the first episode Hopefully we can keep it going, keep it popping and moving. And like I said, man, who knows? Maybe we, one day we could blow up and make something out of this, man. So I appreciate y'all listening, and uh, I'll give y'all a heads up about uh, the next episode, and uh, we'll go on from there, man. So like I said, stay blessed, stay safe, have a good night, enjoy enjoy everything y'all are doing. So I'm out, man. One love.